Welcome to the latest episode of the Back of the Day podcast with me, Dave Rivett. This time we're going to count down my favourite 25 Elvis Presley songs. Now, I'm not an out-and-out Elvis fan, but like everyone else on the planet, you have to say he made a vast amount of great records. Everybody knows Elvis songs. It seems to me Elvis's career was split into three stages. You had the 1950s rock and roll Elvis, the 1960s out of the army Elvis, and the 1970s Las Vegas Elvis. I like... I think what most people prefer is the pre-Army Elvis, but he made great records in each decade. So where does he stand in the hierarchy of popular music? Well, in my opinion, and it is only my opinion, we are lucky to have had so many great artists over the years, going back to Jerry Lee Lewis, Chuck Berry, Buddy Holly. We've had David Bowie, Michael Jackson, Elton John, Queen, Madonna, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, the Bee Gees, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, The Eagles, Whitney Houston, The Stones, Dylan, ACDC, ABBA, Bruce Springsteen. Then you've had your more up-to-date performers like Rihanna, Eminem, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. But for me, as good as all them artists are, and they are, there's two artists that stand head and shoulders above, and that is The Beatles and Elvis Presley. That's just my opinion anyway. Right, let's get on with this 25. So at 25, I have a 1972 song written by Dennis Lind, and it's my, and it's, sorry, Burning Love. Um, it was a return to form for Elvis, with the song peaking at number two in the US charts. Incidentally, kept off the top spot by Chuck Berry's My Ding-a-Ling. No justice there. The song peaked at number nine in the UK. It will be the final US top 10 hit in his lifetime. At 24, it's a song that really launched his career back in 56. Who could forget the intro of Heartbreak Hotel? The song topped the US charts for seven weeks. It peaked at number two in the UK, kept off the top spot by Pat Boone's I'll Be Home. But it did spend 16 weeks in the top 10. It's a great early song, full of raw energy. Um... At 23, we have this. A very old friend came by today Cause he was telling everyone in town Well, 23 is Marie's the name of his latest flame, a number four US hit in 1961. It did top the charts, though, in the UK. The song was written by a prolific songwriting team, Mort Schumann and Doc Pomas. To mention just a few they wrote, a Teenager in Love, Save the Last Dance for Me, and Can't Get Used to Losing You. Following the British invasion in 1964, they moved to London and wrote many songs for a number of groups, among them Shalali for the Small Faces, Little Children, a big number one for Billy J. Crane and the Dakotas, and Have I, uh, Here I Go Again for the Hollies. 
his latest flame, good song, originally recorded by Del Shannon. At number 22, You're the Devil in Disguise, released in 1963. Uh, it reached number three in the US and number one in the UK. The song is definitely more poppy than his earlier recordings. In fact, on the BBC programme, Jukebox Jury, John Lennon voted the song a miss, saying that Elvis was like Bing Crosby now. The British public disagreed and the song topped the charts for one week. A 21, A Little Less Conversation. In 1968, the song was a minor US hit, reaching number 69 in the charts. It got a new lease of life in 2002. Dutch musician Tom Holkenberg, better known as JXL, remixed the song after the song was used in the 2001 film Ocean's Eleven. The remix was used for Nike's 2002 FIFA World Cup advertising campaign. It was still only a mine hit in the US, but reached number one four weeks in the US charts. Actually, it didn't sound like a song from the night. It did sound like a modern song. Uh, at number 20 is the B-side of Jailhouse Rock, Treat Me Nice. I really like this song. It's certainly good enough to have been on the A-side. It features prominently in the Jailhouse Rock movie. Next song is this one. My 19 is Viva Las Vegas, taken from the film of the same name. It's an excellent vocal performance. The song had moderate success in 1964, reaching number 29 in the US and number 17 in the UK. It was reissued in the UK in 2007 and reached number 15. ZZ Top were more successful with the song in 1992, reaching number 16 in the States and number 10 in the UK. And number 18 is a hit single from 1969, In the Ghetto. The song stalled at number 2 in the UK, kept off the top spot by Something in the Air by Thunderclap Newman for three weeks. It reached number 3 in the US. For me, this song is all about the great vocal performance. The song was written by country singer-songwriter Mac Davis, who also wrote, among others, Don't Cry Daddy and A Little Less Conversation, also for Elvis. At number 17 is the last single released before his death on the August, August the 16th, 1977. It's a good song, but it was struggling in the UK top 40 until his death. It then shot up from 42 to number 4, then had five weeks at number 1. I've never really understood why this happens, but it does. The same thing happened when John Lennon was killed three years later. And number 16, a bit of a classic from 1961, Can't Help Falling In Love, a UK number one hit and a number two in the US. Taken from the Blue Hawaii album and the film of the same name, Elvis must have liked the song a lot. During his late 60s and 70s live shows, he chose the song as the show's finale. Many other artists cover the song, the most successful being British reggae band UB40, whose 1993 version topped the charts in the UK and the US. Uh, at 15, we go way back to 1957, a US number one and a number three hit in the UK, Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. In fact, it stayed at number one in the States for seven weeks. Elvis performed the song in his second feature film, Loving You, it's a great fun song. The lyrics of the song were penned by Carl Mann, who also wrote Let's Twist Again by Chubby Checker. Is it just me, or are the backing singers singing Hot Banana all the way through the song? At number 14, standing in 1957, 
is another great song. Paralysed. Reached number eight in the UK. Written by Otis Blackwell, who also wrote Elvis hits Don't Be Cruel, All Shook Up and Return Sender, and Great Balls of Fire for Jerry Lee Lewis. And number 13 from 1959 is A Big Hunk of Love, number one in the US and number four in the UK. I love this, a real Elvis rock and roller. His voice is superb. It was written by Alan Schroeder, Aaron Schroeder, who wrote five number one singles for Elvis. This one, Good Luck Charm, I Got Stung, Stuck On You, and It's Now or Never. And number 12, we go way back to 1954 on Blue Moon of Kentucky. It's so raw, it's brilliant. It was the B-side to Elvis' debut single, That's All Right. The single sold well locally, but failed to chart nationally. At number 11 is a big billboard number one for Elvis in 1969, Suspicious Minds. In the UK, it stalled at number two, kept off the top spot by, would you believe, Rolf Harris's Two Little Boys. Makes you ashamed to be British. Great song and a great vocal, a real return to top form. Written by Mark James, also co-wrote Always On My Mind, it will be Elvis's last US number one hit in his lifetime. Into my top 10, and at, nine, at number 10 from 1958, a number one hit in the UK, One Night. The song which reached number four in the US has one of the great Elvis vocal performances. Outstanding. Uh, at number nine, one of Elvis's great rock and rollers. From 1956, Hound Dog. Written by legendary writers Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. A monster hit for Elvis, 11 weeks at number one in the States. It reached number two in the UK, kept off the top spot by A Woman in Love by Frankie Lane for three successive weeks. It was while Elvis was performing the song on American TV that Democratic Congressman Emmanuel Keller was disgusted at the bad taste that is exemplified with Elvis's animal gyrations. The kids loved it though, still a great record today. At number eight, slowing things down considerably... We have Love Me from 1956, another Lieber Stoller song. Love Me was never released as a single, apparently to avoid confusion with Love Me Tender. I really like this song. On YouTube, there is a great clip of Elvis sending himself up on the Ed Sullivan Show with his backing group, The Jordanaires. Give it a look, it's hysterical. Um, uh, number seven, a monster UK hit for Elvis Eight weeks at number one in the US and seven weeks at number one in the UK. From 1957, all shook up. It's classic Elvis Presley, a great song. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. At number six from 1960, number one in the US, the UK, and just about every other country you can name, it's now or never. Five weeks at the top in the States and eight weeks at the top in the UK. It was one of the best-selling physical singles of all time, selling over 20 million copies. What can I say? Great song, sang brilliantly by a great singer. Uh, My number five might shock a few, but it's just a song I've always liked. The Girl of My Best Friend, 
recorded in 1960. It wasn't released as a single in the UK until 1976 when it reached number 9 in the charts. I don't think it was ever released as a single in the US. A beautiful song. Always been a favourite of mine. At number four, we go way back to 1954 and Elvis's first release, That's Alright. I love its rawness and Elvis's vocal performance. Also, some great guitar work. Less than two minutes, it's short but very sweet. Elvis never sounded better. The B side was my number 12, Blue Moon of Kentucky. So, as I said, then local sales were good but failed to make the national charts. Great record. And number three, we come forward to 1972 and always on my mind. Unbelievably, this was only a B-side to Separate Ways, which is far inferior, in my opinion. The song was recorded a few weeks after his separation from his wife Priscilla. They gave it the A-side in the UK and it reached number nine in January of 1973. It's a great song, great vocal. In an ITV poll in 2013, Always On My Mind was ranked the number one Elvis song ever. In 1987, it was performed by synth rock band, uh, pop band, The Pet Shop Boys, on an Elvis tribute TV show. The version was so well received, they recorded it, and it became a number one hit. It is a good version. And number two, probably Elvis's greatest vocal performance from 1970, The Wonder of You. A UK number one for six weeks. Surprisingly, only number nine in the US. What can you say? It's a live recording and it's fantastic. For some reason, Pork Vale Football Club have adopted the song, whose fans sing the song before the start of each home match. Right, before we reveal the number one, let's have a run through. Right, 25, Burning Love. 24, Heartbreak Hotel. 23, His Latest Flame. 22, You're the Devil in Disguise. 21, A Little Less Conversation. 20, Treat Me Nice. 19, Viva Las Vegas. 18, In the Ghetto, 17, Way Down, 16, Can't Help Falling In Love, 15, Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear, 14, Paralysed, 13, A Bing Hunk of Love, 12, Blue Moon of Kentucky, 11, Suspicious Minds, 10, One Night, 9, Hound Dog, 8, Love Me, 7, All Shook Up, 6, It's Now or Never, God, he makes some great records, 5, The Girl of My Best Friend, 4, That's All Right, 3, Always on my mind. Two, the wonder of you. So what is number one? Well, it's got to be this one, surely. You know I can be found Sit home all alone If you can't come around At least please tell the phone Don't be cruel Do is true So, my number one is uh, Don't Be Cruel. Well, what can you say about it? It's always been my favourite and always will be. From 1956, it was a number one hit in the US. For some reason, it was a B-side in the UK and one of the greatest songs of all time was not released in the UK as a single until a year after Elvis's death in 1978, where it limped up to 24 in the charts. It was Elvis's biggest-selling single of 56. It became a feature of his live performances until his death in 1977. My go-to karaoke favourite. It's a brilliant song. I love it. A couple of things about Elvis before I finish. Why didn't he come to the UK? Surely he owed it to his fans. After all, they did buy millions and millions of his records. 
Maybe it was because of his manager, Colonel Tom Parker. There are stories that he never had a passport and was an illegal alien. I still think he should have come. Also, when you think that throughout his recording career, Elvis Presley was always a big, big name, yet he was releasing other people's cast-offs, singles. You'll Never Walk Alone, Green Green Grass of Home. You Don't Have to Say You Love Me, for example. He was Elvis, for Christ's sake. He should have had the best writers and best producers working for him. Maybe you should have sacked Parker years before. I think it would have been better for him and the fans. Oh, listen out for that rent. Okay, that's it for another episode. My next episode will be my 50th. I'll be getting a few guests in and we're going to run down the top 30 best-selling UK singles of the 1980s. We're going to have a bit of fun there. If you have any comments on this episode, feel free to make them on the Back in the Day group page on Facebook. Okay, see you next time.